Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance. We're a week away from Christmas, and I'm joined with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you today, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. The weekend is quickly, quickly approaching, and then next weekend is Christmas. So, yeah. Coming things, quick every year. It's, creeps it's, up on quick. You. it's creeping up faster and faster every year. I, I, I think, I feel like we just took the tree down from last year. Yeah, <laughs> Time goes so fast, man. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? Time goes fast, and you know what? The world of boxing doesn't stop either. So where do we start? I think I want to start with Tiafimo Lopez. What about you? Sounds good to me. Let's dig into it. All right. So Tiafimo Lopez won this weekend, but even I, being a supporter of Tiafimo Lopez, being a fan of him, don't believe he won that fight. I actually have a completely different take, and I was kind of – I didn't know what we haven't talked about what you're going to yeah, say, but no. I actually thought he won. While I was watching, I know the commentators are biased, but I see it as this. He he landed more body shots. He landed more power shots. Martin had more jabs. But if you're just watching the fight, <clears throat> Martin was backing up the whole time. Then always counter-punching. I mean, uh, Lopez was the aggressor. He landed more shots. His punches are more crisp and clean. Yes, there was one knockdown. The, the controversial problem was the referee on the second knockdown. Was it a knockdown or a slip? That's hard to call. I thought the judges got it right. I thought Lopez won the fight, personally. That's, I no, thought I, a close fight by one round. It could have been a draw, but I thought Lopez won it. But I hear what okay. you're saying. I can't really argue. No, I, I, I'm not going to argue what you're saying either because, again, it could have gone either way. We, we know yeah. this, right? It just, I think myself personally, I don't know what I was expecting from Teofimo. Maybe I'm more disappointed by the effort and the and the way he presented himself. We did mm-hmm. talk earlier, you know, a couple of weeks ago about Sandor Martin, and you know, he is no joke. And and the guy is for real. Like yeah. you said a couple of weeks ago, he beat Mikey Garcia. Yeah, it's a trap fight. I had a feeling, yeah. It was a total trap fight. And you know, even the comments after where Teofimo is in his corner, I don't know if you realized they picked it up at the time or not. Do I still got this? Do I still got this? If yeah. he was gonna perform at this kind of level against the Sandor Martin, and who's no joke, please mm-hmm. for full respect, full marks to Sandor Martin. Um, what's he gonna do when the other boys show up in that division? Well, it's weird because he beat Lomachenko, which is easily, like, he won that fight, and now he barely beat Martin. The thing is, he landed more punches. He was the aggressor. So the judges are watching it. I know the commentating, like, Bradley and Ward were a little bit biased against Tiafimo, but I watched the fight, and they said it's a robbery. I, said, I, I, I thought when I watched the no, fight, no, no, no. I, I won't, had I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, won't, I would never call it a robbery. It yeah, wasn't a it was robbery. Really close. It was very, very close, but I think because... Of the one knockdown and the one supposed knockdown. I'll argue that. Yeah, one that might have well. That's a thing. You know, How do you got I, the second knockdown scored that might have been a draw, but they didn't yeah. score. The refs just had to go by what was scored. So I thought they yeah, got it right. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. But with the knockdown and, and I'm not Tiafimo's biggest fan, but he won. No, no, and he won. And, you know, I really want to see the guy succeed, but I really believe, and we talked about this off the air a little bit. I want to touch on it. Did, did George take something away from him? Mm hmm. Because the fight that he had before this, I mean, it wasn't really much of a fight to kind of write home about or really be analytical about. No. It was a tune-up He's got to get rid of his dad. He needs a new trainer. He needs to do, do something different. His dad's got to go. I, I think I, I think we both agree on that completely. I think he he and that those ball, those ball brothers, their their yep. dad. I mean, he's another bad, bad coach to have in your corner. 
I mean, out of the three, one's doing well, I believe, right? Yeah, LaMelo. Right? And the other two kind of got lost. Yeah, but they all have professional coaches. Like the dad coach, maybe <laughs> not on the sidelines or not on the bench for the NBA, but Tiafimo's dad's got to go. No, no, I understand that what you're saying, but in general, Just like, to I see, mean, what, see if it will make a difference. Maybe Tiafimo doesn't listen. I don't know. I, I noticed I, one I thing his dad's like, sit down, sit down. He wouldn't sit down. So I can see right there, he doesn't always listen. Yeah, but, you know, Teofimo, I'm just kind of concerned. Like I said, when when Davis gets up there, when Haney comes up there, when when Shakira comes up there, and you know Garcia even comes up there, before those four boys come up to that division, if they're not already there, mm-hmm. you know what's he going to do? That's my. Concern. He was lucky. He barely just went out. Barely. Barely went out. Like I, I don't know if injury played a role in this one or whatever the case may be, but it just feels like there's something missing from this kid's game, and he can't. Maybe he's to... not as good as we thought. Maybe because he beat Lomachenko, we put him on this pedestal that he never should have been on. Maybe. Well, I mean, you know, speaking like Cambosis, of... he had the one big win against Lopez, but hasn't we done much since? Could be that too. It it could be that as well, but I mean, you know. It makes you wonder, though, like, okay, did he get Lomo on a bad day? Like, Possible. if you look, you look at the whole thing now, how it's played out. Like, you look at the trap, the journey of these belts, hypothetically, right? You have Teofimo shocking the world by beating what's his face, uh, Lomachenko, mm-hmm. for three for the three titles. You know, did Lomo have a bad night? No one really knew. Was Teofimo the real guy? Yeah, and I think a lot of people thought that Lowell had a bad night after he lost to George, his first title fight, the first fight after you that. You mean Timo right? had a bad yeah, night? Yeah. yeah, exactly, right. So, so then now I'm thinking, okay, so did did he have did Lomo have a bad night? Did Tio just overperform and you know, Lomo Lomacheco did Lomo take him too too lately, and then George comes in and beats him. In his first defense, Crazy. I'm thinking, okay, so did both these guys have a bad night, or was George for real? I'll tell you who is for real out of all of these guys is Devin Haney because he won the title and he's defended it once now. Yep. And now right? he's saying he wants to lay the fight against Lomachenko because of Ramadan. Well, I mean, and Bob Aaron's like, "Hey, we got it for here. Like, try to figure it out." But man, if he if he's fast and he can't have a proper training camp, right? That's what he's saying. So, well, this is I don't know if Bob's is... going to cave in. We'll see. This is an interesting thing because, I mean, I don't like to mix religion, politics with sports. I, I just, it's not what we do here. No, me either. I don't like it. But uh, I, I I think that is something I don't want to talk about too much because I really don't know what the right thing is to do. Um, I mean, for I example, think Bob will push the fight just because, you know, Haney and Loma's a big money fight. Yeah, it's right? a big money fight, but if the guy can't eat and if he can't train properly, I mean, Ramadan... Well, it's an unfair advantage, yeah. He's got to, he's got to be know? pushed. It would be totally unfair. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe he can pretend that... I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know... I what didn't even know Devin Haney was Muslim, did you? I never heard yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, he's... Uh, if you listen to his interviews and everything, he always starts with, uh, Salam Aleikum, and what, what does, what does, uh, what do all those Dagestani guys always say? Um... Uh, inshallah, or whatever they yeah, say. Yeah, right? yeah, I never listen to much of his yeah. interviews. So, no, no, but... no, he does. Yeah, they're both Muslims, man. I mean, I think his dad became a Muslim when he ended up in jail. A lot of brothers, when they ended up in jail, they become Muslims for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but they, they take on that faith. Well, because, and, yeah, uh, they go to Muslim or they go to Christianity because a lot of preachers come through the jail and try to convert them. And I'm not trying to say the Hades, but a lot of guys just do that 
to get easier sentences. You know, judge, I've converted to whatever religion, you know what I mean? Probation no, no. officer. They convert yeah. inside because then they get the special privileges. Yeah. Right? It's not so much when they've committed the crime or when, they, when they're getting sentenced. It's once they're inside. Uh, that's when they all become religious and whatnot, so they can get those special privileges because yeah, they do this, Muslim, do that, hang out in the groups. Well, yeah, Muslims have to pray five times a day, blah blah blah, all these things. So they have to make those concessions, otherwise, you know, they're they're they're, they're being wrong. But you know what? I'll I'll say this really quickly, and and if someone's listening, and I offend them, then please leave a comment so we know you're listening. Um, I I I think it's a scam. Personally, I, I don't agree with it. I think that if you're in jail, you're in jail. You've lost all your rights and all your privileges. I totally agree. Yeah, they shouldn't let that happen. Like, and it doesn't matter what religion you are or what you know line of faith you are. I, I don't get it. I just don't understand. Like, there's always these all these loopholes for these vile people committing horrible crimes, and and they get the best of it all. Like yeah. some of these guys in jail have fucking PlayStation Five, man. Oh yeah, they watch Super Bowl, World Series. Oh yeah, in their in their cell on flat screens. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing wrong? Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. All right, so on Devin Haney here, uh, I'm reading an article here that Mickey Bay, you know Mickey Bay. Yep. Mickey Bay says that Lomo does not stand a chance against Devin Haney. And after Lomo's last performance, I kind of have to agree with that. Lomo didn't look very good. He had a, a, a long layoff. But yeah, Haney will be favored in this fight for sure. I mean, defensively and everything, the reach and all that. I mean, Lomo has to pull something out of his hat to, to kind of convince me that Devin Haney is not the guy. I mean, I'm not, you know... I'm a fan, but I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Devin Haney guy in the world. But the reality of it is, man, is very simple. It's like this guy went to Australia twice, won the all four belts. Unbelievable. Defended all four titles again in Australia. Still, you know, he hasn't fought in America yet, right? With his titles. No, not since. No. So, so, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at that particular division and you look at those belts and the journey those belts have gone on since Lomo had them to where they are now, you Prove me wrong. The only way I'm going to be, you know, think any different is if I see Haney lose. Yeah, I don't think he's going to lose. You know, Lomo's getting older. His reflux is slowing down. He's losing his speed. He's mid-30s. Kind of like what happened to Roy Jones Jr. When you rely on so much speed and reflux, you hit your mid-30s. It's harder to, you know, you lose that half a second. That's all that it takes at this level, especially. Yeah, no, 100%. So I don't Lomo will be like a two to three underdog. Two to three to one underdog easily. Not saying yeah. that he can't win it, but it's not going to be pretty. And when are they calling for this fight? What's that? When are they asking for this fight? Do you know? It's supposed to be around April. Okay, April. So there's a lot of time still, right? But I mean, but it's during about Ramadan, it. so um, Haney's like, "Hey, push it back." And Bob's like, "Well, we want to do it now." So I'm sure Bob will cave. It's a too big of a fight not to. Well, I mean, I don't see why they can't do it earlier than April. Both guys have had a, a pretty decent time off in between fights. Yeah, now. they could, but right before Ramadan um, hits. You know, if, if they really want this fight to happen, why not have it in March or or, or maybe late February, early March? Yeah, right? I mean, that's just what mm -hmm. I think anyways. But then again, um, maybe it has to do with facilities. Maybe it's, you know, whatever the case is. But I'm sure if they wanted to, they could probably pull this off. But hey, uh, BLK Promotions had their first event this weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. This is, I believe, the promotion of Terrence Crawford. Uh, he looked okay. I mean, expected. Pretty cool knockout. Yeah, big controversy, though, now. With the gloves, right? 
Yeah, with the gloves. So the Sparkle Lee, the refs noticed it, pulled him to the side, put um, David to the other side, and he got the uh, Nebraska Leather Commission to check the gloves out. And it was there was some stuffing coming out. It was fading. They said, we'll give you one more round with the gloves. The problem is, in the sixth round, he KO'd him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, now ever, David ever... Abbasian's team is suing the Nevada, I'm sorry, Nevada, Nebraska, Nebraska Athletic Commission. And if they overturn it, this will be a no contest. Well, I mean, he's probably. I don't know make... why. The, I don't know why they said fight one more round with it. I know they didn't want to stall the fight. They had his backup gloves ready. I don't know why they did that. I think just for that reason, it's kind of like okay, the amount of time it takes to take those gloves off, cut them off, put the new ones back in, tape them all up, this and that. You're looking at an easy. I mean, I'm, they're quick. Don't get me wrong. They're not, you know, slow. Yeah. Enough, but you're you're basically postponing this fight for five to ten minutes there almost, right? Um, Everlast, the company that made those gloves has admitted to them being faulty, saying they came from a batch of faulty leather. Here's my question to Everlast. If you know the leather is faulty, if you know the gloves are faulty, how the fuck did they leave your factory? Yeah, I, I just like the rec did the right thing, but the athletic commission could overpower him. I don't know why they didn't say, okay, time out, switch these gloves right now because look what happened. Now we got lawsuits and I mean, so I, I, anyways, but just unfortunate that, that had to happen. What did you think of the performance overall? What did you think of his performance? I mean, I, 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 it was pretty typical. I mean, considering who he was fighting and what, I wasn't taken away. I, I can't take anything away that goes makes me go, wow, Terrence Crawford yeah. looked amazing. Uh, he looked good. I mean, he was affected. Yeah, to but he's good. beating up a guy that's just that's like a, it. I show, right? Well, no, that's it. I mean, he was supposed to be good. He's supposed to look amazing, right? So anyone who praises that performance, I kind of question. It's like, what, what are you praising? If, if it's thing, I really judge this. It's a sparring session for him. Really, it is. And it's like, okay, well, who does he fight now? Like, who's the next soup candy he's going to line up? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little annoyed by this guy a little bit, to be honest, man. Like, the fights that he should be a part of, he's not. And then he talks his I don't know what is, shit. What, what, why he's doing that. I mean, he's going to be 36 years old next year. He's not a young man anymore. Well, it's funny. He's now no, he's, you know, he's not fighting anybody. Well, now he's calling, now he's calling for, for, um, for, for Spence again. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's saying it now, but are you actually going to fight him, dude? Like, well, I don't know. The only way that can happen, and you know, I don't, I, I, I got to do my research on Al Heyman because I mean, how much do you know about him? Like, is he, no one ever sees him. He's never present. He's the, he, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. He's, he's a slick businessman. No, I know he's a slick businessman, but is he, he was one of the guys holding up the Pocky and Mayweather fight. Well, that's the thing. So is he a big proponent of, you know, holding up this fight? Like when Crawford yeah, comes out with day, his own promotion and says, Crawford okay. Crawford wants it, they have no choice to listen to the guy. The thing about it is, dude, I got a feeling Crawford's next fight might be against Manny Pacquiao, dude. You think so? Yeah, Pacquiao's going to fight him again. He's going to fight him in the spring. <laughs> when, the, when the lady asked him after the fight, are you going to fight again? You'll see. Before the fight, he's going to, I want Spencer Crawford. He might lose, but he wants that fight because he, he didn't get a chance to have that fight because of the eye injury. So I think he might fight Crawford. Okay, but how do you... Okay, This is a question for you then, man. I mean, it's like you're a huge Pacquiao guy, right? Do you mm -hmm. want to see your guy go out there against a Terrence Crawford knowing that he yeah. can lose? Even if he... if he Knowing he can lose. Yep. Yeah, because he's a warrior. He fights... Like you said, I fight any man, anytime, anywhere. He lives up to that reputation. He's not like Floyd and them wait you out six years and dodge his knife. Bucky feels he can do it. He wants to fight the best.
And now, if Crawford and Spence will do it simply because of the payday, if they mm-hmm. can retire a legend and knock this guy out immediately, Matty Pacquiao, why not get paid 10, 20 million for it? It'd be a huge fight. So they'll take it. If Pacquiao wants it, they'll have the fight. They'll get the fight. The question is, does he want it? Mm-hmm. He was talking um, like he was talking smack before the fight. He maybe just wanted to hype up his box, like his exhibition fight. But then after he said, "You'll see." So was he? He's going to either do exhibitions or get in a real pro fighting. And I think he's going to have a pro fight. I, I don't think, think he you, wants to go out losing to Ugas like that. I think he thought okay. like, "Hey, I, okay." So I I finally watched. He'll be the underdog fight. though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I watched the rest of the fight uh, that he participated in this weekend, and I'll tell you what, man. I think we. We touched on it at the end of the last show here. Um, at that point, I'd only seen the first round. Um, how, how can Pacquiao gauge that he's ready for a big challenge, considering the way the guy fought against him? Like it was, it was really. I, I almost feel like he was shadow boxing. Yeah, it's just it just, like, it just a, a, a workout for Pacquiao. Six rounds, two minutes. All his money he made donated to charity. Yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. get out there, feel it, the line, yeah, like, bounce but, it on the ring. But, but you can't you, gauge it off of that, no. But do you think it's responsible of him to even consider, like, I would say take a tune-up fight before taking one of those big guys. If you really want to come back, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like I, I need him to to have one fight before he takes a Spence into Crawford. He won't I'm, do it. I know he won't do it. I just, and I'm only saying it because I want him to get some proper rounds in before taking those guys on. Win or lose. I mean, you know, I'm not expecting him. I to think he's know. done so much, so many hard fights and so much sparring and he's still sparring. Like he figures, hey, you know what? Go in there 12 rounds, give him my all, get knocked out. I win, I lose, whatever. I'm going to go out like a warrior kind of mentality. One more big fight. Okay, but legacy, legacy, though. It doesn't affect his legacy. doesn't hurt him in no. any way. No, he's eight time, eight time division champion. Only boxer ever do that. Finally, people forget he's only five foot six. He's fighting guys like Mark Wheeler, six foot. 5'10", 5'9", only 5'6 and a half, right? So no, I won't hurt him at all. If he gets knocked out, he could just, just say, hey, he lost one of the best fighters 10 years younger than him, pretty okay. much. Okay, okay. And I'm, I'm not asking... saying it'll happen for sure, but I got a feeling if he does, it'll be one of the big guys. Maybe he'll just do exhibition fights. Maybe he'll say, you know what? I can't do it. But to me, it seems like he's going to do it. And Crawford yeah. would say yes. Because yeah. it's easy work for me. I'll make 10 million no, and beat this guy no, up. No, no, for sure, for sure. And considering that, uh, you know, first off, best wishes to Errol Spence, who... Was involved in another yeah, fourteen-year-old kid hit him. Yeah. Oh my god, eh? Fourteen-year-old uh, kid stole yeah. took his parents' car for a joyride. Well, that's going to cost him for the rest of his life. Um. Yeah. So Errol Spence, I don't know the extent of his injuries, but you know, best wishes to him and uh, yeah, speedy fine. recovery. Uh, but if that's the case, I don't see him coming back till maybe this time next year. Uh, I don't, have they announced a date for the Thurman fight? I think they already announced it. It's happening. But I don't know if he's healthy enough. Maybe they may they may have to postpone it. How bad was he hurt? He wasn't hurt bad. Oh, okay. Then maybe yeah, I know he just got up. banged a little bit. Like he's a little bit stiff. But they say the fight's still happening. I don't know what date the fight is happening, but it's happening. That'll be a good fight too. I think I think it's like February or something like that. Yeah, right? it's still happening as of right now. Yeah, like um, what else do we have here? Yeah, because I mean, we got Arter B. Like I mean. We got, you know, better beam against Anthony Yard in London. We got Charlo and Zoo January 28th. I believe we have uh, both Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis are fighting in January as well. I'm really yeah, excited. As excited as, as excited as I am for, for Christmas and all that stuff, I can almost, I can't wait for this month to end so we can get to January. 
Yeah, it should be a good year. So it looks good well, on paper, I mean, right? On paper, we got four fights in the first month that I'm looking forward to, right? Uh, Chris Cyborg was on the undercard for for that uh, Crawford fight, eh? She fought a uh, four I didn't round watch fight. any of the Crawford. Just watched the Crawford fight. I didn't watch any of it. I was watching no, Rocky I, and the Lopez. Right? Yeah, so, she looked good. Yeah, no, uh, she looked decent. I guess. I mean, she's a menacing force. Actually, she, she took yeah. the fight, no problem. I mean, she does have a bit of a boxing pedigree behind her. So, I mean, you know. And speaking of the Crawford, I thought the production, the lighting, everything didn't look like <laughs> high quality of a of a promotion to me at all. Well, I mean, everything has to start somewhere. It wasn't spectacular. It wasn't great. Hopefully, they can How does this guy think he's going to build his promotion? When you're not fighting nobody. You're not fighting good fighters. How do you expect the promotion to catch on, dude? You're well, 35 I mean, years old. You're wasting all of your time. You're going to be 36 next year. Just get in the big fights. Fight Spence. Fight Pocky. I don't know. Fight anybody. But come on, dude. I think setting it up in Omaha, Nebraska, his hometown, was the reason behind it. Like, these guys are saying that they had an amazing turnout. Like, of course, it's going to be sold out. You're in your hometown, right? Exactly. You're just legendary. And, yeah. and they said that, you know, the numbers did good on pay-per-view, and I'm sure it did only for the fact of curiosity. Now, I want to see what the numbers look like for the second pay-per-view that these yeah. guys throw, right? I mean, you just... I just think people wanted to see. I'll put it to you this way: we do a month of fighting out in Apps, so we get five thousand people. But we don't even have any top guys like Crawford. So you're known as a name in your town. People come out. So I mean, we'll see what he does in other towns. I guarantee he won't get that big of a turnout. No, if he keep fighting soup cans, man. I don't know. <laughs> and we still call this guy the best pound for pound fighter in the world. But yes, he looks good. But you got to beat people with names, though, to keep that right. Well, that pound for pound list has completely changed after and we don't even touch on this man i knew i just want to bring it up next the man from japan yeah the man from japan that dude has basically he's undisputed he is yeah i know why of yeah. all of all the undisputed champions that we've had this year this one completely went under the radar yeah because he uh he's fighting uh, jimmy butler there yeah, but regardless, man, he he brought all four titles together. I mean, something yeah, yeah, to... he looked good, but all Butler was really doing was just covering up, threw a few punches, and just survived. Didn't even look like yeah. he wanted to be in there. Well, I just kind of he hits I good. Know. I know why it's hard, man. He's quick. He's got good combos. He's got to come over to the states now and fight some of the big guys. He's gonna go up to one twenty two now. That's what he's saying. He wants to do the same thing up there now. Yeah, junior bantamweight now. Season bantamweight is gonna go to junior bantamweight at one twenty two. Another top rank fighter right now. Top rank, I think, is the best fighters overall. There's another good production they had on. They had Andre Ward, Butler. You know, it was good. It was a good fight. I didn't watch any undercard. I just watched that fight. Yeah, I know. For the most part, to watch. No, it was there was just so much fucking watch on Saturday, bro. It was on at like six in the morning, so I, I caught it at like seven. I just went and watched. Yeah, it yeah, but but generally though, it was a full bloody day. It actually worked out good because I watched the Lopez um, Martin fight right after that finish. I already ordered the Pacquiao fight. I just watched the Pacquiao. Main event. I went back and watched it again. Ryan Garcia's brother was on the undercard of the Pacquiao fight. He lost the controversial decision. The South Korean judges was horrible out there. The refereeing, the whole horrible, horrible production. Speaking of decisions and things that went on this weekend, I know it's boxing, but even in MMA, man, there were some questionable decisions in the world of combat sports. I didn't had, watch any MMA because I was watching boxing, but I heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. But we had the Garcia decision, which is very controversial. I mean, for, for what it was. Um, Jared Gordon, in my opinion, beat Patty Pimblett in UFC. I heard that, yeah. Um, but what, what I found most interesting about that was the expression on certain individual faces 
that that kind of made me wonder a little bit now about the UFC. Like, okay, how much of this is legit? How much? I don't think anything's rigged, as I've said before on the shows. I think it's just bad judging and confidence. When you're sitting there judging a fight, you you always want to favor the aggressor. The crowd's cheering, and you kind of get sw- swept up in it. And it's not like Dana White or Rogan says, "Hey." This guy's gonna win because that was to happen. It would come out eventually. The whole thing would be shut down. I just no, think no, it's no. incompetent. I don't think it's yeah, rigged. Very competent. But but I, I think one could argue it when when you see Dana's face, like they're showing his face. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. this. Go back if you haven't seen it, fans. Go back and check this out. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's a clip of them having the camera on Joe Rogan's face and Dana's face yeah, as a decision is being called out. You look at Rogan's face, who's standing in the ring, and he's kind of looking over like, are you fucking serious? Like, yeah, like, this is terrible. What? Horrible. And then you look over at Dana's ex- re- you know, expression. It's just, it's an expression of relief. Like, oh, thank God. Like, I mean, he's, he's afraid that if... I get it. Patty loses. He loses his luster a bit. And, you know, if, if you're trying to market him as the next big star, you can't have him lose. But I'll be honest, man. Jared Gordon, in my opinion... I, I thought it was 30-27, easy. Go back and check it out. I didn't see any of the fight. I just seen yeah. the highlights and heard it, but I didn't see any of it, though. Yeah, and then you had Ankalov against Jan Blovich, uh for the light heavyweight uh, title, which ended in a split draw. Yeah, even, Jan, even Jan said, I didn't win. You know, I shouldn't have gotten a draw. I lost. Like, the other guy should have won. Like, yeah. this is how good and honorable this man is, right? But... There is the argument that people thought that Jan won. So yep. I, you know, I'm not going to touch it too much. But overall, Saturday just had some bad calls, man. Yeah. Well, the UFC stuff sounds bad. I didn't see it, so I can't really say. But I had no problem with Lopez beating Martinez. I thought he won by one round. Had he got the second knockdown, the ref didn't score that. I just can't count that. People yeah. forget that. All the comments right online was like, this was a robbery. It wasn't a robbery at all. It was a draw or Lopez, I thought. Well, like I said, when I, when I started the show and I said that Sandra Martin won, I I think I was basing it more based on the knockdowns, you know, like that that first round should have been a 10-8, right? Was it, it? was. The it was a 10-8. 10-8, yeah. Right, yeah, so the, you know. Um, but I mean, I, um, I guess I just... Tiafimo outlanded him in punching, except yeah. for the jabs. He had but more body shots, more power shots. Yeah. I mean, what else? And he was chasing him all night. Martinez kept backing up. He was counterpunching, but like, no. the refs are looking at that. Yeah, they always favor the aggressor, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, hundred so, percent. You're you're totally right. I I guess it's just the knockdowns and just the the second knockdown is what the ref didn't score. That's what the judges can't go by that. No, no, for so, sure. That's the thing. So that for was sure. a ten nine round for Martin. And, and, and which to be it could have been a slip. We're not there. I don't know. It looked like a knockdown to me, but if you watch the punch, it was just a light little punch. It didn't look like it was enough force. I would thought Lopez was going forward and slip myself. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been could have been the but case, Martin, right? You know what? Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. You don't know what the heck's gonna happen. No, 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 you can't, right? But I mean, and to think the guy I, I think the other thing is he took the fight on three weeks notice. He did, yeah. Right? So he I mean that. he fought hard, like it was he's a good fighter. Yeah, I, I kinda look at Sandor Martin the same way I look at Pitbull Cruz. Always comes up close, comes up short, but always a good fighter. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know? You know, He'll like, fight again. He'll get another big fight. I mean, at any other time, in any other division, in any other multiverse, those two guys would be the top of their divisions right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. But when you're dealing with tanks and Tios and Haney's and Lomos, and Lopez and, is more flashy, he's more exciting to watch. Martin's kind of boring, you know what I mean, with his style. 
it's effective. But Lopez, you know, the big shots, moving around, flashy shorts. I would love, I would love to see what this guy is going to do now for the psychology. I think I don't think his in ring lacks. I think the psychology behind it. It's where he's hurting right now, just with those comments. I hope Bob, Bob or somebody goes to him and says, hey, Tiafimo, you got to get your dad out of here. You want to get to the top and keep these belts? One of these times, you're going to get knocked down again. You got to get your dad out of here and do something different. Well, I mean, right now, I think... It's hard to going... fire your own dad, though. No, but you have right? to, though. I mean, it's not the first time father-son combos don't work, in my opinion. I think the only combination of father-son training right now that I think makes any sense is Bill Haney and Devin Haney. That was working so far, yeah. Really right? Good. I mean, and, and I think it's because of that respect. I think it's because of that attitude and just, you know, the way... Well, Haney listens, right? He's disciplined. It doesn't seem like people well, listen. He wouldn't even sit down. He's like, sit down. Wouldn't no, sit down. but, but it's just so because you can see the kind of father-son relationship they have, right? Where, mm -hmm. where, where Devin is very respectful of his family. He honors his parents. I think that's just, just that's just upbringing. Yeah, very humble guy. Right? The team no, was not humble at all. Exactly. He's not humble. So, I mean, if your dad's not humble and he's, you know, eat your fucking peas, hey, right? You know what I mean? And that's what he's teaching his son. That's what his son's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right? You can totally see it. it Mayweather comes... worked out good with his dad and his uncle. So, there's a few that work. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, 100%. It just kind of comes down to the people that you're dealing with and, and who's who and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, the monster from Japan, the man from Japan, Iowa, he's going to be a major, major star if he comes over to North America and starts fighting. Well, I think he has to because right exciting. now, not enough people know who he is and the guy That's is fucking real, right? I mean, people will complain, but why is this going to pound for pound? Well, if all you're watching is North American or European boxing when you do decide to wake up early enough to catch it, you're missing a lot of great fighters, man. Yeah, he'll come to America next. He needs to. Just so... Jared, um, what's his name? Uh, the heavyweight, Jared. He dressed up as the Grinch. Jared Allen. Yeah, yeah, all the top ranked guys. Not going to second uh, round. That dude's for real, man. Second round. That dude huh? is for real. I like that oh, yeah. guy. That kid is a prospect to keep your eyes out um, in the heavyweight division. I'd like to do this. Uh, maybe next week we can focus on the prospects. You know, guys to look out for, guys to watch upcoming as the that whole yeah, that whole Lopez Martin card was stacked, dude. Top oh, Zan is, is Xander was one, on there too. Far the most talented. No, it was course. a great card because I caught oh, it. Yeah. I'll be honest, I caught it at the second two. Like I caught the last three fights, the Xander fight, who I'm really, really high on. This kid from Puerto Rico. Yeah, another the kid's amazing. He's a future star in their making, right? Um, yeah. but Jared Jared Anderson, this kid's for real. You know, and I, lo I, I love his, you know, gimmick. Like, the Grinch gimmick was, was cool, cool, man. Like, he looked really good. Like, the whole Grinch yeah. thing looks sick, right? Uh, Deontay, take some hints. It's probably really light to wear. Nothing heavy. You can handle it. But and it's good to have a good a good American heavyweight. But, yeah, we got Fury and Music. All these guys are in Europe. We need a North American heavyweight. So, well, hopefully, and that's this guy catches on and with Deontay Wilder, guys, because it's always more exciting in North America. And this is the thing, right? I mean... North America has not given us enough heavyweight boxers. In well, the you got last... Deontay Wilder, really. Really, and he's a one-trick pony. Yeah. Right, and Jared. Tyson finished him. Well, that's it, right? Jared Anderson wants White, Slow Joyce, or Dubois next. So he wants any of those three Englishmen. I hope so. He's um, a 
Top rank is so loaded with talent right now. It's unbelievable. I don't. I do not want to see him fight White because he'll finish White. That's the fight that I already yeah, know the outcome was. Based on what Dubois did last week, getting you know knocked down three times, I don't think he's ready for a Jared Anderson. So the fight that I would like to see, if it turns out that Usyk and Fury are fighting, I would love to see Jared Anderson against Joe Joyce. That would be a fun fight. That'd be fun, dude. That'd be really fun. Right? That would be a real fun fight as well. Um, I got to say one thing. All the other promotions need to step it up and start signing some talent. Because top rank is loaded all the way from Jared Anderson and all these guys all the way up to Ainua and all these guys. It's, it's Fury. Like, they're loaded, dude. Well, they are 91 really. years old, this man still has the best stable in boxing. No, no, for sure, Impressive. for sure. You know, and Showtime isn't far behind, you know, to be fair. Uh, they're not they, bad, they, but they're yeah. not quite there, but yeah, they're getting no, there. But the one guy they do have on Showtime, is it? No, ESPN. Oh, no, he's also ESPN. Shit, man, he's also top rank. Uh, Ennis. Boots. Ennis. Yeah, Boots Ennis, yeah. Yeah, Boots Ennis is someone to look out for. I mean, if I was Crawford and Spence and anyone else in that division, I'd be concerned, man. You you can only hold this guy back Boots so wants, long. Boots wants a piece of Crawford. You already say that other day. He wants Crawford. He wants he wants the titles. And there's two guys who are holding all the belts. You know. He, you know what's funny is you hear guys like De La Hoya and, and all these other jealous promoters. All him. Oh, Bob Aaron's an old. He's an old Jew. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's seen out. He doesn't know how. Look at the roster. This guy. He's got the best roster in boxing. He's 91 years old. Come on, guys. He knows what he's doing. He ain't stupid. I'm not going to argue with you there, man. I mean, 91 years old. He's seen it all. Yeah. He's broken bread with the best of the best yeah, of the best. Fight. This guy's been That's what I'm Holy saying, cow. right? Like, you know, he he sat down. He spent time with legends that aren't even here with us. Like, he's he's kind of like the Tom Hanks of the Green Mile, man. He's fucking outliving everybody. 91. Pretty impressive, right? Man. I mean, Don King is still kicking it, but I, I don't really care much. For he just Don has King. B, B, C, and B level dudes. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's but all he's, he's funny, though. I love listening to the guy. He's hilarious. Don King? Oh, yeah. Fun to hear. Uh, I don't know if he's fun to hear, man. It's like hearing him talk these days, in my opinion. Always wearing Raven American flag. Yeah. It, it's kind of like fingernails on a chalkboard, man. Like, fucking go away. I know. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. But he doesn't have any big fighters or anything, right? He just has the regular guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right, Chance, i tell you what, man. Uh, do you have anything on this day in boxing? Two things, two things. Two things. One All of my right. top five favorite fighters, mm-hmm. Arturo Gotti, beat Tracy Patterson 27 years ago today for his first IBF title in Madison Square Garden. And man, I'm going to share... I forgot about Tracy Patterson. My boxing memorabilia that I, I'm going to be hanging up in a couple of days, so I'll show it now. It might be hard to see on the camera. Okay. I don't know if you can really see it. These are autographed. Yeah, right there in the corner. Move it over. Move it over. Okay. Did you see it? uh, Yeah, I did. But you had it to the corner of the screen. Maybe move it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. How did you get those? Did you go to the dressing room? I bought them online. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had to go to the dressing room. No. So just another piece that I'm going to be hanging on the wall. So I figured, you know what? I've had them for like five, six years. So how did you know? I thought I'd show it. How do you know? Yeah, Arturo Gotti, 27 years ago today, won his first IBF title. Yeah. And Pac- history, Madison and- Square Garden, his first big fight. Back back to Pacquiao shorts. Were they washed? No, they're not. They're not game used. No, they're not game used. Uh, how do you so know? If it's you were to buy a pair of Pacquiao shorts used, you're looking at ten, twelve thousand dollars easily. And how much did he pay for them when he bought them? These are seven hundred. Are they for real? Seven hundred? Yeah. The fuck, man! What makes those seven hundred dollars shorts? 
Except his signature. One of the greatest fighters of all time signing. Well, hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. With his signature, those shorts are seven hundred dollars. Is what you're saying? With the signature, yeah. Okay, if I were to go to hundred bucks, yeah. Oh, the shorts are just like fifty to hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's, it's oh, a signature. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's a signature. How do you know it's legit? Because you got a certificate of authenticity, so you match the serial number with it online. It's verified. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough, man. I only ask these questions because I don't think if you buy if you buy stuff that doesn't have a certificate of authenticity, it could be a fake. Not fair always, but it could be. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, okay. Well, I tell you what, brother man, I hear some rumblings and things happening in the background there with you. I know you got a couple more spots to hit. Um, on that note, why don't we wrap it up here today? So, um. You got a hockey tournament this weekend. Anything else going on? We do, yeah. The hockey tournament. And there's a lot of time at the hockey. Got a volunteer and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we we have time, we have one fight this weekend. So I mean, I think everyone's yeah, Riviera Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah so undisputed. Think, so it should be a good one. It should be a good fight, but I mean, it, so it's undisputed, kind of, undefeated. I mean, well, it's kind of cool though because there's nothing really competing against it. No, it's on Showtime this Saturday, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I'm going to be catching that. So other than that. I guess, you know, maybe next week we can do a year in review show. And, yes, best uh, fights and stuff, yeah. Best fights and things like that. And then maybe we'll take a little time off ourselves for the Christmas holidays and, and we'll kind of go from there, but we'll keep everyone posted. Chance Michaels, be safe, my brother, man. Enjoy you the too. hockey tournament. Do your part as a parent. Proud, you know, very proud, uh, proud thing that you're doing. Good for you, brother. Thank you. On that note, I am Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do absolutely salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Guys, the weekend is fast approaching. Christmas parties are in full effect. I already had one, got another one coming up. So please, if you're going to drink, find a safe way home. Um, and if you do decide to drink and drive, may the consequences be just. I'll be with and Jeff Hardy does. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys later. Have a great evening. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. Sam and Chance out. <laughs>